<laughs> Hello, you guys, and welcome to the Nickelodeon Summer Takeover. That's right, we're doing some Nickelodeon shows. We got tired of the DCOM stuff. We double dog dare you to take a break from DCOMs with us. And no, join don't us say for the double podcast. dog again. You did this last time. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't know. I In my the way I read it, it says double dog. But it doesn't. What's wrong with double dog? No, because Double Dare is like a Nickelodeon show. It's a play on the concept that we're doing Nickelodeon shows. Oh, I double dare you. I okay. I, I double dogged people. Like, but that's, that's not a Nickelodeon I'm that kind of thing. Okay, fine. I'll, okay. Hello, you guys. Welcome <laughs> to the Nickelodeon Summer Takeover. We double dare you to take a break from DCOMs. Join us for the podcast where we guide you through all of our favorite Nickelodeon shows. Thanks for listening. You have to introduce, did you say your name already? Yeah, I said oh, I'm Josh. No, it's just like you glitched out really bad. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Too okay, much. I'm, yeah, and I said, uh, <laughs> you did, I did the thing where it, like you froze and then I thought you stopped talking for me to intro myself and then it like sped up. Okay, can you edit together what we have? Just, just say your name. Just like, okay, I'm Josh. And I'm Lori. And I'm Alex. Yay! We have another fun guest today. Hopefully. Well, debatable. <laughs> we'll see. I like to harass everyone that we have and make you tell us about your history with Disney Channel or Nickelodeon in general. Oh, what is your experience? I have like zero experience. <laughs> like, what? yeah, I kind of wonder why she asked me to be on the show because I'm like a pop culture idiot and she like knows so much. That's okay. You'll have an but outside that might be perspective. Like a, up, a change up, yeah. Yeah. yeah the funniest uh, part about having guests on is like we've watched 53 like decoms proper and then like probably eight or nine things that aren't decoms. And so we all hate them. And then every guest is like, oh, that wasn't bad. And they're super positive. And then like we talk about it and they're like, oh, no, we've talked about it. It sucks. Yeah. You've said that. <laughs> I feel bad because that's not going to be me. Because like, I'm just, it's, I just don't have it in me to be positive. Oh, good. Like, I'm going to crap on it like you guys probably are. Yeah, I said that before I watched this. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, like, the GCOM op, like, pessimistic where, like, oh, this was a made-for-TV movie. It was pretty horrible. And then there was this where you just... <sighs> yeah, let's about talk it. about it. I hope you guys brought your Mondo appetite Yesterday we're watching Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Uh, the movie summary. When Mondo Burger sets up across the street, Sneaky Dexter and Burger-obsessed Ed realize they need to fight to keep their fast food joint going. Their new secret sauce might be the answer, but not if Mondo can grab it. Mm. So, spoiler, in the notes, I just referred to them as Keenan and Kel. Because I noticed that. Oh. Okay, well then, tell me which one's which, because I honestly am not sure. Dexter, aka the pudgy one, is Keenan Thompson. Okay. And the scrawny Ed is Kel. So okay. Mitchell or something, he isn't. Keenan's been on yeah. SNL for like 37 years. And he was on all that for like 15 years before that. Kel was? Wait. No, Keenan. He's like still oh. on SNL. Yeah. So oh, where's yeah. Kel? Uh, I think he did like a Christian rap album or something. <laughs> I thought they were a duo. They were <laughs> about 20 years ago. Oh. 
in my mind, they've just still like been best friends. Doing I think things. they're still like buddies, but yeah, I think I'm not 100% sure. I think it might be like the Steve from Blue's Clues thing, and it turned out to be a lie, but I'm pretty sure Kel became like born again. Uh, well, I don't think a duo really works if one of them isn't talented, so I think I'm kind of glad <laughs> they broke up. It's like, I, I know, know, right? How is Keenan still doing stuff? I don't know. He's like the same guy, like same yeah. mannerism, same acting. Like it was exactly the same. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell me what this whole Good Burger thing is? I wasn't there when this is was around. I was like just starting to watch Nickelodeon. It was from a show called All That, which was basically just like SNL Junior, where you know how SNL, they have maybe like, they have some really good bits and they're like really, really good ones are great. And sometimes they're worth turning into movies and sometimes they're not. Mm. You don't think any of them are good? <laughs> I mean, worth turning into movies? I mean, I think yeah. Wayne's World. Good point. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Blues Brothers technically was like originally an SNL property. Wow. If not that specifically, like Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were. So Nickelodeon was taking a page out of their book and like, hey, we did this funny skit. It became popular. Let's make a whole movie for it. As far as we know, it, it's SNL furthered by the fact that Keenan Thompson went from like all that to SNL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Good Burger was basically just this but like in smaller form. And then they also, Keenan and Kel had a TV show. I think it was just called Keenan and Kel. And it was like them working at a convenience store. Oh, okay. That's what I remember. And that's where the orange juice bit, like the Kel loving orange juice thing is from. Wait, orange soda. Again? They had They're, another thing besides. Yeah, uh, they were on all that. And like as a duo, they were really popular on that show. And then they had like a sitcom that probably only lasted a couple years called Keenan and Kel. And I, in that, I think it was Keenan worked at a convenience store and then Kel always showed up and like caused ruckus. It was basically like good burger, but like less ridiculous and not a convenience store instead of a burger joint. Wait, but good burger was a sketch they did on all that, right? Yes. But I lost my mind. So this came out in 1997, which sounds kind of crazy. Have what was going on at ni- in 1997? The Spice Girls. <laughs> that's it 1997 was like 1998 eve i feel like more stuff happened in 1998 <laughs> what <laughs> what happened in 98 uh and spice girls <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see biggest hits of 1997 good on you for asking a question and not doing any research Josh. Oh, i was just i was asking about your personal experience uh the biggest oh princess diana died Oh gosh. I didn't mean to for that to sound so excited. <laughs> I mean that gives us a little insight into what I remember being super bummed because that was I on the same day I figured out princesses exist. I figured like in real life I figured out they could also die because I thought princesses were just like a thing in Disney movies. Yeah. There's a picture of Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath, oh, so God. they probably did something. Yeah, this was kind of the heyday of Nickelodeon though. Yeah. I'd say so. This is like when they were at their biggest. Titanic and Men in Black. Wow. I mean, this was a good year. What were you saying? 1998. Okay. Fifth Element came out. (gasps) That movie's from (laughs) 97? I'm going to go buy a t-shirt that says 1997 now. I'd buy that t-shirt. 
well, do we want to talk about this movie? It starts with yeah. burgers talking, hamburgers. <laughs> that was like the best part of the movie. I felt like I was like, the animations are good. Yeah, I thought this movie is just like they're stoned the whole time, right? That's why Kel is how he is. No, I don't think that's. I think that's part of the problem. Is like he's such an idiot, but they never like infer that he's stoned. They just that's just how he is. <sighs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's Nickelodeon, so like they would never promote. Like, not directly, but he has the munchies all the time. They didn't, I feel like they didn't make any slight reference to anything like that. They did not, not one. I mean, like, it would explain a lot. Yeah. And it it weirded me out that, because, like, he does that, like, gravelly voice. Ah. And it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it doesn't fit unless, like, you're a stoner. But they never mention that he's, like, they never insinuate he's a stoner. Do you think it's supposed to be, like, implied and they just can't say it? That way grown-ups could be, like, like, you know, like, in Scooby-Doo until the live-action movie where they showed, like, Matthew Lillard and Scooby, like, in the van with, like, smoke coming out of the top. Until then, like, Scooby-Doo, like, Scooby and Shaggy were always baked out of their minds. Scooby probably can't talk. And like, but they could never say it because it was a cartoon. I feel like this is the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just, when I watched it, I never got that sense. Like they didn't hint any at like, no, none of the slightest hint of that. He was just born a moron. That's the sense I got. Well, I think it's that way because they never explain it. And because he is so weird that like, there is no explanation. (laughs) That would just be that. Because like stoners don't rollerblade and steal someone's baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he like, he wakes up, and then he finds out that the talking burgers weren't real, and then he takes a shower in his uniform. Oh, yeah. Sure. And that bothered me a lot. Yeah. The I'm a dude, you're a dude, we're all dudes song. Yep, that too. (laughs) (laughs) So many sight gags in like that first sequence. It was terrible so he's like rushing to work on rollerblades because of 1997 he there's like a girl <laughs> i missed when he actually ran into her did she have a leash or was she <laughs> they were jump roping okay. in the middle of the road uh, and I guess right. he like <laughs> he like ran into the rope and pulled her and dragged her she along. died right she's dead he murdered I... her like watching it it wasn't funny at all i didn't laugh i'm only laughing now because of how bad it is it was so like i think we all had the same reaction like it was so excessive and violent for like the intro to this movie god like she was banging her head like 20 times like 20 times like oh my god i will say the intro with the the like animation stop motion burger and like little flying burgers. I was like, this is so cute. This is what I remember of Disney or of Nickelodeon. Sorry. Um, <laughs> How dare you. Of Nickelodeon. Like the fun, quirky animations and things are like silly. And then that was immediately broken by the weirdness. Her face was dragging on the concrete. It was just, since it was like a mannequin, it was just like dead weighted on the ground. Like she was dead and they were just dragging the corpse. And it looked like it was wrapped around her neck, too. So it was like, oh, wow. There's construction workers who are rightfully, apparently only Kel has the power to unlock the register with his magic powers or something. 
because he like there's several people in this restaurant including a manager none of them can take the order yeah they're like oh yeah i'll go get kel and then he's like ma'am you work here right can you can i can i order and she's like oh yeah of course and he's like okay i'll take two burgers she's like okay great let me go get kel I thought that was actually accurate because I was exactly. like, <laughs> you work in fast food, you're like not doing extra work. That's not your job. You're oh, waiting yeah. for the guy. I, I feel like if it's a matter of like having a pissed off customer that you have to deal with or doing extra work, you do the extra work to like get them away from you. I feel like it's accurate because I've been to places like this where you're like, hi, can I get like some silverware? I haven't gotten in yet. They're like, oh yeah, talk to Becky. I'm like, who is Becky? I just need a fork to eat my food, okay? I haven't been trained to get forks. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sinbad is there. I did not take good notes for this part. I think I was still probably shaken at this point of note (laughs) by the dead girl that opened the movie. I was just shaken that Sinbad was in this movie. Yeah. Wearing, was he wearing a top hat? No, it was a, a fake afro that he kept oh, being like, afro. oh, you messed up my hair. And like, I think, is he bald in real life? Yeah, I think he has okay. a shaved head. So he's like very adamantly fixated on his afro because I don't think he's, I if he's a comedian, like you'd think he'd be able to, he does have hair and he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> the top response was web rumors about Sinbad's death aren't true. Ah, so. other people were confused. <laughs> 10 celebrities that you think are dead but are still alive. Dead or alive, Sinbad. Sinbad is alive. Fact check. Sinbad death hoax. (laughs) He plays like this kind of eccentric teacher who everything bad happens to. He's like a kid's version of black, black, I can't say the word, black exploitation. Like Shaft. Yeah. Which Keenan calls him. Yeah, I thought that that was actually, I actually laughed at that, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. Keenan can get one in once in a while. He got, he got a couple in there. Uh, so Keenan's plan for the summer is to sleep in and hang out with females. He has a car and his mom just left him alone all summer. So he just stole the car, basically. And yeah. I don't think he actually has a license. No. No, definitely a plot point. He does not have a license. So he does the thing, you know, like we all did when we were 15 or whatever. Stole our parents' car and just went for a drive. Did you do that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seemed out of I character. Didn't um, I don't know a lot of people who have done that, considering it's kind of illegal and you can really get in trouble. I didn't, like, when my mom would just take me to, like, a parking lot to drive when I had my learner's permit, and then the first day, she's like, oh, okay, like, turn out there. I'm like, but mom, there's other cars there. It is terrifying. Yeah. I can't go out there. There's other cars. What do I do around them? Oh, okay. I don't know what's going on right now, but student (laughs) drivers are everywhere from literally, like, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. There are just student drivers. So it's been an entire week of me like going 20 miles an hour and like trying to get around these kids who are like kind of on the curb but not. Yeah. How, how do you know they're student drivers? Is it that, like, they have curb? like giant boxes on the top and like giant signs on the side. Yeah. They warn people. Like a pizza hut. Yeah. 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 Oh, what if they like that's what they should do? They should <laughs> make student drivers also like pizza delivery because then. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a good <gasps> two for one. Hashtag, no. What would your app be called? Like food for 
driving hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll sign your. More, that's it. Like, you don't you have to get like fifty hours or something behind the wheel or something like that? I think you're supposed to, but nobody checks on it. It's... I failed my first exam. Really? Yeah, I was mad. Aww. What'd you do? Was it parallel well, parking? There was like this huge road, right? And it didn't have any lines down the middle. And so I just divided it in half in my head and drove on the right-hand side. But when we got back to like the station, she was like, you drove on the wrong side of the road. And what? what? I don't. Yeah, I was so upset because I was like, that is the stupidest thing That's to like this side. to fail for. Speaking yeah. of horrible driving incidences. Until, or it's not. Keenan was like very brave and brazen to steal his mother's car. And it wasn't I mean, that nice of a car, but I guess when you're 15, it's like if it has wheels and gas, then. Yeah. yeah. But of course, what, what do you suspect happens? He drives right into his teacher. It's because some dummy is dragging a dead body. Oh, well, <laughs> Kel is out because um, apparently Good Burger delivers, which this is 1997. On Postmates, they still have to order like $15 worth of food to get them to bring me something. <laughs> They're delivering like one burger. Yeah. Yeah. It's not happening. And so Kel is rollerblading because a kid who didn't wear pants got fired. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, then I, I up to this point I thought Keenan and Kel knew each other, but I was getting that confused from their TV show. So he does a yes. nice Kel when he's like rollerblading and then he has to swerve and then he hits his teacher Sinbad, Mr. Sinbad. Uh oh <laughs> Senor Sinbad. <sighs> and this is where the movie finally starts. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets good. Whoa. So basically he has to pay back. For all the damages done to the car. His teacher, I can't decide. As a kid, I would have thought this was really cool. But as an adult, I'm like, this is a massive liability issue. So he realizes, I don't think Keenan admits that he, does he admit that he doesn't have a license? Oh, yeah. Sinbad? Yeah. And Sinbad's like, yeah, it's cool. We can do it under the table, basically. But then he, <laughs> like, ups, I think it's like a a luxury tax or something where originally it says it's like $1,900 worth of damage. And the next time they talk, he's like, Oh, actually it's like $2,200 worth of damage. You need to get back to me by some eventually. Yeah. I don't know. You're 15. You can only work 20 hours. Oh my. That's what I loved. (laughs) The job he like, he's like calculating it in his head. He's like $5 an hour. Let's see. I can pay back the car in mm, 80 years. Even that's pretty, my first job, I made, it was 2004. I made 525 an hour. So if he's yep. making that much at a burger place in 97, I'm imagining that like that's above minimum wage. It's not doing too bad. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good burger treats their staff well-ish. And they serve really weird sauce that no one knows how it's made. That's so many health code violations. We'll get there. Yeah, he gets a job at Mondo Burger, which is across the street from Good Burger. Um, They're, like, super-duper serious there. And there's, like, a weird training thing, which gave me flashbacks to McDonald's training. It was pretty accurate. Construct. Bun. uh, Hamburger. (laughs) Lettuce. Construct. Go. And they were all wearing space suits. It was to help them, like, they wanted them to sweat extra. (laughs) They could get it out of their systems before. They, they have to, to make weight to build burgers. Oh my gosh. 
it was very like it was weird it was really weird i feel like that's most of this movie like i'm just like watching it and it it took me four tries to watch it on double speed because it was just a lot of like what it wasn't necessarily i don't want to say it wasn't bad because it was but it was more just like it's somebody literally took the good burger skit from saturday or from all that and just like stretched it out yes yeah that's literally what this movie feels like but when i tried first tried to watch it like i i youtubed or i went on youtube and i typed in good burger right and of course like it came up and then i clicked on it and then it said two hours and 40 minutes good god and i was like (laughs) fuck my life there's no way i can do that oh my god but it was just like a it's just like one of those it just had a still image of a good oh um, yeah. yeah it was like a, just a fake one but i was like oh thank god it's only an hour and a half it's like as long as titanic they saw titanic coming out <laughs> yeah i was they're like it's what the people want yeah i think mondo burger looked amazing though it, looked it really was like good. five stories and there were giant french fries and giant hamburgers and giant cups and like neon lights i would want to be there take me to mondo burger please yes yeah it's very hollywood keenan goes to good burger after he, oh he gets fired from mondo burger because he told jokes and kirk slash kurt i couldn't entirely tell what his name was a was blonde not, dude blonde man <laughs> mr mondo was not excited about his jokes and fired oh. him like on the spot hello mr mondo so then Keenan goes to Good Burger and he has a bunch of shakes on the table. There's at least 20 maybe. And this kid is broke. He needs to pay for this car. Shakes are like four bucks a piece or maybe in 1997 money. They were like $2 a piece. But that's like a not insignificant amount of money. Yeah. I found a plot hole in this movie. Yeah, that was very observant. I <laughs> We would go to Village Inn and I got a chocolate shake like every time because they were they were like a dollar 50 and like they'd give you a chocolate shake and they'd give you like the mixing cup so you could like drink the shake and then pour more in the 90s were cool yeah too bad you can't get shakes here in the late 2000s (laughs) i mean now i know how many calories are in it so no thanks I put Kel my notes. I was clearly really enjoying this movie. Kel is an idiot. Keenan gets angry at him. Keenan gets a job at Good Burger. I remember the conversation between the manager guy, which so the manager guy, I can't remember his name, but he I should look it up. He was basically responsible for most of Dean or Dan Schneidelbert something. He's important because he's since been accused of a lot of not great stuff with most young Nickelodeon stars from like 1996 until like 2005. And he plays the manager in this. And I think he continues to work on stuff with Disney Channel. He hasn't been let go. Dan Schneider is his name. So like knowing that and then being like, oh yeah, he had a major role in this show was unfortunate. Yeah. He's the one who ends up giving, he's basically like, can can this kid drive? And Keenan's like, yeah, of course. And being the upstanding place that Good Burger is, they don't ask for any proof of identification. They're clearly getting paid under the table. And he gets a job driving the Burger Mobile. Oh, yeah. To deliver a single burger to Shaquille O'Neal himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that. 
Yeah, there's so many celebrities in this thing. Like, there kind of were. And like so. the weird, at the time they would have been like, not A-list, but pretty buzzworthy. Oh yeah. Like, they were like big names for this kind yeah. of shit. George Clinton was in it. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, during the, um, you're not Bill Clinton, Josh. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I do not remember this. George Clinton, like the, the musician. You know, some pretty buzzworthy people. <laughs> I guess they, Like the president. George Clinton. <laughs> The musician doesn't completely make it not Bill Clinton. Well. (laughs) Yeah, so they deliver the burger to Shaq, and then he's upset that there's not onions on it or tomatoes or something, and then Kel has one in his pocket and just gives it to him, and then... And then he's like, this good burger is pretty okay. (laughs) 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 Like, that's all he really says, and then they're like, did you hear that? He likes it. There's, like, a beef... (laughs) <laughs> going on between Mondo Burger and Good Burger, obviously, because they're like the cool new guys who built the cool building and they're having the grand opening. I guess they just harass the Good Burger people. Well, since it's Shaq, he's in the middle of a like locker room press conference is where they deliver the burger and the Mondo boys see it on the TV and they're like, we're going to get them now because they're clearly dominating since they delivered a burger to Shaq. This is before... <laughs> No, this is after the secret sauce. Yeah, this is after the sauce. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah, that's why he gives it to Shaq. That's number eight. (laughs) Oh, I got it all out of order. Darn, I messed up. You're fine. I mean, it's not that different. Crafted. I mean, the plot's very... (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to have it. We don't have to stick to it, no. I'm just saying that the Mondo dudes are like some Third Reich gang. <laughs> who they're all blonde. They were. They're pretty crazy. I don't know what their end game is. Like, they clearly already won. Yeah, They have they the just... giant building. Their grand opening was beautiful. They had, like, a, a live band. Uh, they had a red carpet. And their burgers are way bigger than Good Burgers yeah. at the same price. How is that possible? I feel like you're going to start a Mondo Burger like you're so into this oh, concept. I mean, honestly, I don't care about additives or like if my burgers will explode. So what? People want big burgers, dude. Yeah. You want your... Never mind. Huh? She was going to say beef, I think. I was oh. going to say big meat, but... Oh. <laughs> Everyone can call me Daddy Mondo. <laughs> come to my opening <laughs> so before that like yeah that they get the good burger got super popular because their sauce was super good what do like, you guys think was in the sauce aside from lemon and uh, barbecue sauce and ketchup it was just like mcdonald's secret sauce right it looked like one of those things that you just mix together like mayo ketchup and honey mustard or something <gasps> yeah <laughs> did your guys's high schools have a uh, condiments table. Yes. Oh. No. Oh. You're yeah. Okay. Well, mine did. Lori's did. It was totally normal for people to be like, "Today I'm making a ranch barbecue infusion sauce for my uh, chicken tenders," and then like people would be over there like mixology, mixing different sauces. I remember like, that in their own weird way. I think Nebraska is like the third most obese state in the country. Your statement earlier made me wonder, you know, there's rule 34. There's not a good burger porn parody somehow. What? So 
Josh I mean, talked about his opening and people calling him daddy. What uh, do you, that's, what does rule 34 have to do with that? Yeah, what is rule 34? What, okay. I can't tell if anybody's messing with me. I know Josh is. <laughs> I don't know what rule 34 is. Rule Wait, 34 is if it exists, then there is porn of it on the internet. Like, oh. fan art or, and it's usually pretty true. I was assuming, because there's like a porn parody of like every stupid movie that exists ever there's no good burger one which is legitimately well, surprising you know what i'm perfectly fine with that i'm I'm good with it i am not sad i'm just surprised there is a bob's burger one and that came up oh no 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 no, no. I, if they made like a good burger porn the plot would feature like just as on par like they'd probably wouldn't yeah they be wouldn't worse or any better but when i typed in good burger porn it was just pictures of like really tasty looking you oh Oh, that's a thing, yeah. It's like, at some point during this, Keenan realizes... I, so, like, I think they set it up that Keenan realizes that Kel is the reason he got in the accident. That way, we only think Keenan is kind of a shitty person instead of a super shitty person for taking advantage because he ends up coming up with, like, a you get 20% profit, I get 80% for your sauce thing. And I think the whole, like, oh, Kel is the reason that he got the accident was to kind of make it seem less bad because, like, well, maybe he doesn't... He doesn't yeah. deserve to get ripped off this much, but it is kind of his fault that Keenan was driving without a license and not paying enough attention and hit his oh, gosh. car. Basically, uh, Keenan's a shitty, shitty person. This whole part was kind of weird. I mean, this whole movie. This part <laughs> kind of was like not fun to watch or interesting. And like, <laughs> there's one part where Keenan runs and tackles Kel when he starts to tell like the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And like he just tackles him, and they're laying on the floor. And I'm like, this isn't funny. And I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, this is. I'm not getting anything from this. Make it stop. Yeah, yeah. I thought the whole eighty twenty thing was like not a bad deal. Yeah, <laughs> because like, one, like yeah, because it wouldn't have happened without Keenan, first yeah. of all, and then Kel is such a moron. Like, what would he have done with the money? Yeah, got a tricked into a pyramid scheme and wasted it on something yeah if nothing else this is like keenan's like going to take care of kel so if anything else this is like him being like his money manager yeah i like that like kel should not be in charge of that much 20 20 percent like his allowance okay but what restaurant and what real world would be like oh you created the sauce therefore we're giving you a dollar for every hamburger sold good burger is a drug front they don't need the money from it has to be like they're getting paid under the table they don't know that keenan doesn't have a driver's license and they're like yeah sure here they're not taking out tax money I'm just imagining a world where like there's some barista out there who's like I created the mermaid frappuccino and they're like, no, I'm a millionaire. You can make one too. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. No. <laughs> Kel shows Keenan his secret place. <gasps> Which is the <laughs> rooftop. Top the roof. Yeah. And they find out that Keenan's dad is gone. And this is where I like one of the jokes I think was actually funny, where um keenan gives us like heartfelt story about how his dad's never around his dad went to the store whatever normal story that's always in these movies he went to get cigarettes and never came back and kel's like i miss my dad too and keenan kind of like pauses and was like waiting for kel's heartfelt story and he's like oh i haven't seen him since this morning or something like that and i thought that was actually yeah. pretty funny that was maybe the one moment where i kind of like 
Yeah, <laughs> like that was an actual joke. Yeah. I did laugh at that part. There was a joke. Yeah. We should have just cut off once you laughed. So 40 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, ah. The Mondo dude tries to get the secret sauce recipe and Kel is just so oblivious that he doesn't know what's going on. And so the Mondo dude sends Carmen Electra after Kel. Okay, Carmen Electra is definitely like 30. And I'm pretty sure Kel is like 16 or 17. So that's pretty creepy. The age difference was like so obvious. And the mental capacity of him made it really weird. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so she kept on, and like for a kid's movie, she was like, I want yes. you. And it was very blatant. So I'm like, for a movie that's scared to pretend like Kel is just baked, like. Yeah, but they can go fine. this kind of far. Kid murder and kids getting hit on by grown ass Playboy models. Yeah. Totally cool. I thought it was weird that, because like she ended up, Kel kept on doing like these stupid things and like injuring her, like hitting her with something or other. And she like had like bruises all over her face. And then she kept on hitting on him, like trying to kiss him. And I was like, even though like you're Carmen Electra and you're super hot, like you don't look good now. No, yeah. yeah. This is all over your face. She had like a giant welt because like they went mini golfing and <laughs> oh, they ended up like, there's a girl, I, her name is Mo, Char Jackson. I think her name is like Monique in this. Or Monique was the show she was on. Hold on. I think she was called Monique in this. Okay. Cause that was all, uh, yeah, you're right. She was on Moesha with um, Brandy. Um, yeah, so the fun fact that I've built up quite a lot that I found out about this movie, Char Jackson is Kevin Federline's baby mama. The one that he left for Britney Spears. Oh. Wait, Josh, this- come on. You were supposed to be more excited about this. I don't this? know who Kevin Federline is. Kevin so Federline is, I know who he is. baby daddy that she went through her whole like chaotic phase with. Yes. But he's so, supposedly oh. a weird person too. Supposedly. I mean, yeah. Did but you he's not, not watch famous on his own? Uh, he was a dancer for Britney and that's how they got together. But oh, he was okay. with Char Jackson, the love interest for Keenan in this movie, when he met Britney. And he had like two kids with her and she was pregnant with the third when he left her for Britney. There's too many baby daddy yeah. mamas going on. This is probably the first time you've seen her in something, Josh. I thought you'd be excited with me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I have so much more perspective now. I've been sitting on this for four days. Wait, this was your fun fact? Yes. I'm so disappointed. I a loose connection to Britney and you no, think you not, had me? No, not a loose connection. There was a point in time where Britney Spears was this woman's kid's stepmom. Okay, that is weird. Thank you. So anyway, <laughs> Keenan and this girl who is Britney Spears's. <laughs> They go on a double date and they go to like a corn dog place. Oh yeah, because at one point Kel is like, I wonder how they get the the wiener and the corn goodness or something like that. And yeah. then I feel like Carmen Electra makes a weird dick joke. She's like the age old <laughs> question or something like that. I'm like, yeah, ew, wait, I what? Like it. And this whole time I'm just like, how old is Kel? He wasn't going to school with Keenan, so maybe he's over age. It's probably okay. 
But like, it's just still creepy as heck. I don't yeah. like it. They drive back, and while Keenan and his girl are kind of like actually connecting, he ends up severely hurting Carmen Electra. Seven and she times. goes back to Mondo, and she's like, I'm not doing this, I'm out. It was so, there was like not really a point to that. <laughs> Aside from like some queer, weird, like, I want your sauce jokes. Oh. Yeah. And the, oh, are you hungry? And she's like, yeah, or something. <laughs> she makes <laughs> I was like, oh. It was weird. And then at yeah. one point, Lori Beth Denver, who was like a pretty big deal, kind of, but only on all that, and on <gasps> Figure It Out, yes. shows up. And there's just like this random scene where she's ordering stuff and she's doing a weird accent and then that's it. I thought it was going to be like another Mondo ploy or something. Yeah. It ends up being for nothing. It's just another random, and it was like a celebrity cameo that, like, she she wasn't that big of a deal. Like, you can't have Carmen Electra and Shaq, who, like, by nineteen ninety seven standards, are like hot shit, and then like, and then her doing nothing. Yeah, uh, Monique ends up finding in a coat pocket of Keenan's the contract and finds out that Keenan's taking Kel's sauce money. Oh. And so she yeah, and she's like, that. "You're." I thought you were a good person because he trusted you, but you are a bad person because you're taking advantage of him. From her perspective, like Kel is sense. probably special needs, and Keenan is taking advantage of him. Yeah, so. makes sense. <laughs> like that's pretty shitty. I think um, they go out to make like another delivery, and then there's a group of clowns in a car and a oh, dog. Okay, that part was actually also funny. I thought. <laughs> so they have like oh, they have a mondo yeah. burger and a good burger and the dog runs up and is barking and kel is like can talk to the dog apparently and he's like there's clowns stuck in a car and keenan's like you're an idiot he's just hungry and so they try to feed him a mondo burger and the dog won't eat the mondo burger but the dog will eat the good burger and then after that scene's over there's like a bunch of clowns being like i wonder when that dog's gonna get back to us with help i feel like this whole movie i wasn't sure if any of these jokes were original ideas or if jokes later on came from this movie like because i've heard a lot of these over and over again this is clearly the peak of comedy writing joshua (laughs) the original this set the foundation for the future right adam sandler stole exclusively from this (laughs) okay it all makes sense now uh that's why this movie seems so bad in comparison because everything else has just been ripping it off for so long. Yeah. That like seeing it now, this seems unfair. Oh my gosh. Okay, thank you. Here, I thought they were just like regurgitating all of these no. old ideas over and over again. Common mistake. Okay. <laughs> uh, they get sent to a psych ward, which I feel like this movie was just an exercise in things that aside from Dan Schneider would not be allowed in movies now. That psych ward was really weird. Yeah, and I it was, think like, it was intense. It was supposed to be a play on One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I'm sure all of the children watching this movie enjoyed. Right. And this is where but, George Clinton appeared, which I'm sure also all of the children watching this movie enjoyed. Yes. Was- oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know who it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's this band called? Uh, uh, the Parliament. Parliament Funkadelic, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the psych ward also had, uh, I forget her name, but Linda I was- Linda Cardellini. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the girl from Freaks and Geeks. Oh. She was good. She I was, was like, great. yeah, she even in Good Burger, she was good. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, 
This is it's, like a shining moment in this movie. Uh, at one point, another one of the Good Burger employees found out that they were here. He gets put here or something. Oh, the Mondo Burger's breaking into Good Burger. And this movie is so stupid. Um, Mondo Burger Boys are burger, burgering, burglaring. I thought they were stealing the sauce. Turns out they're just poisoning it. The guy shark who, poison, they say. Something. I was like, what is shark poison? <laughs> I don't remember that. That sounds funny. <laughs> I don't like, why not? Shark poison sounds expensive. Why not just get, like, crab yeah. poison? Anything will do. It's... Yeah. But, yeah, they poison it. There's a man who apparently lives at the burger joint the good burger and he sees them so then they send them to this him to the psych ward because like, apparently there's no middle ground if you show any sign of anything they're just like you just get sent to the max security psych ward and it's called like loony bin or something it's yeah it was something like the dead end or like i don't know it was weird really bleak. it was bleak and um how did they get there like who Mondo, okay, so Mondo Corporate was like, oh, we got some more truthers. Better <laughs> get them into the psych ward by like declaring them insane. Yeah, I, I think I, I thought I remember like they had a friend who worked at the psych ward who was like just arresting these people and taking them. Oh my gosh. It's almost like someone's just like throwing out crappy ideas. I feel like this movie, movie is just like every skit that, yeah, every skit that they didn't have the budget for and all that. Just put it yeah. together. <laughs> so they end up breaking out by dancing and then dancing. like breaking glass and jumping through the yeah. glass. Yeah. And then stealing an ice cream truck. They have to stop anyone from eating the burgers because they know they're poisoned. So they're like, we have to get there before it, the first person gets served, which is some old lady. And of course, she's she like takes her time. She's like, oh, I wanted pickles. Oh, I wanted mustard. Of course, they come in at the last second and they... They got back to stop the woman from eating the burger just in the nick Elodian of time. <laughs> that was lame. <laughs> Super lame. Love it. Um, uh, they break into the Mondo Burger, and there's like a series <sighs> of Keenan is fat jokes, and because like <laughs> Kel just like is that what that up. was? Oh, for sure. Because like Kel's just like hop on up here, and Keenan's like I can't get up there. You know that, and he eventually makes it up there, and then Keenan gets up even higher, and Keenan's like out okay. of breath. This whole part from let's me let me scroll back from when they from when Keenan gets the job at Good from Burger. what. <laughs> Pretty much, but from when they get to the psych ward to the end of the movie, I was like, "What is this?" I it was such a chore because, like, like and that part where they're jumping up the building, it didn't do, it didn't mean anything. He's just like, "Oh, I have to jump up." Oh no, jump up! Like, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, what was that for? Now that I think about it, Uh, they just they realized they needed an end to their movie. If they would have cut this movie up into like thirty minutes, it would have been a really funny episode. I think you can make a good commercial out of it, like a good 30-second spot. Maybe. There you go. Wow. Maybe not a 30-minute. Seems Okay, basically, the, the coolest part of the movie, I thought, is they sneak into this Mondo burger joint. Uh, Kel tries to steal, like, the filler substance, and he ends up pouring a ton of it 
into the mixture and these burgers get humongous and they start blowing up and exploding and bursting out everywhere. It was really funny to watch. I, I thought, thought it was, it was really, really gross. I was really bothered during this part. Tiebreaker. <laughs> I just hated it. So <laughs> I just hated it. Maybe it was like the thought of exploding meat everywhere. It was just like I mean, it was so gross. He's pouring the stuff into a vat and there's like chunks of like pink flesh like spinning around and I was like this is nasty but it was still fun to see like exploding food and the entire building like exploding everywhere got it (laughs) things were falling down doors were shattering people were like going wild and I just love that stuff because this whole movie was lame I'm like yes tear it down explode just (laughs) end it all end it all please Okay, so it turns out that the Mondo sauce, the the big beef sauce, is where the city with no health inspectors draws the fucking line and they send the Mondo boys to prison forever. In a world where Shaquille O'Neal eats an onion from a random man's pocket (laughs) on national television, this is where the line is drawn. In a world where Kel (laughs) is fully inside of a shake machine. (laughs) You have to do a deeper voice if you're going to do in a world. In a world. (laughs) There's effects for that. I don't need to try. (laughs) Okay, well, in post, I guess. (laughs) Poor Sinbad, of course, gets his car wrecked yet again with a giant hamburger that fell on it. Did they ever, like, show that Keenan had gotten it fixed and I just missed it? That Keenan was like, I got this sauce money. I think so. I don't remember that. They show him at, like, the place where they get the car fixed, but I don't know if they say it's, like, actually fixed. This is where everything changes, though. Because (laughs) Kel, our Keenan is like, Kel, like, how did you know to put the additive, like, in there to make the burgers explode? And he's like, oh, I had it all planned down. I knew that the police department wouldn't understand our blah, 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 and spews this entire, like, long, thought-out plan for how this would work out and i think we're supposed to think oh he's actually a genius and like he knows what he's doing he's a serial killer pretty much (laughs) i don't remember this part at all i mean watch out for a while it's okay uh, yeah Yeah. it's okay it's it's a really quick like 20 second conversation that they have and i didn't know how to interpret it i think the important part was when everybody's holding Kel up, going, Kel, and he keeps going, what? And they go, Kel. <laughs> They're, like, cheering his name. Uh, so many jokes like that throughout the movie. It's painful. They just really get me there, you know? Real <laughs> knee stompers, <laughs> knee slappers. And the last words of the movie are, welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? And Ugh. the first words of this movie were, welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your hey, order? Which IMDb thought was worthy of putting in the trivia. Oh. That was it. I have nothing else to say about this because I'm done. I thought this was going to be an improvement over some Disney movies. And I had held this up in high regard because everyone loved Good Burger. I think they like loved it in the way that they haven't seen it since they were seven. I thought it would at least be passable. I don't know. What's, What's the outsider's perspective? The Outsider, well, I went into it knowing it was going to be terrible. And so, like, once I got over 
like that first 15 minutes of terribleness. Like I was just like, eh, you know, give up. <laughs> just like, yeah. Doing this for another hour. It actually reminds, you know, that remember that part where uh, Keenan and Kel are talking like for the first time and like Kel's saying a bunch of stupid stuff and Keenan's getting frustrated and then he finally starts laughing. He just like gives up and he's like, oh, this guy's a total moron. And he just gives up and starts laughing. Uh, that's kind of how I felt about this movie. It's just like, oh, <laughs> gotta give up. and Yeah. Did we learn any lessons from this? That's something that we usually do. Uh, pay pay more for writers than for celebrity uh stars Ooh. yeah oh wow do you guys want to guess how much it costs to make this movie yeah, um how much <laughs> one million nine million dollars what do you know how much it grossed what 23 million dollars how oh was this in movie theaters yeah. I feel bad now because I got frustrated trying to find a fake version that I paid $3 to rent it on YouTube. <laughs> so, like, yes. I added to that. Oh, geez. This was in movie Shut- theaters? <laughs> yeah. I thought this was an as seen on TV uh, special. No, no uh, it was real. Okay, wow. I think I always walk away from these thinking, I'm a talented person. Yeah. And I have good ideas. My lesson from this movie is, A, if you're going to rip somebody off, don't leave the contract in a coat that you give to somebody else. My second lesson is that I should probably just make a movie because this did fine. My lesson is don't run into people with your car. (laughs) Anymore. you know what i thought though the whole time i was watching this i was like this is spongebob but not good (laughs) spongebob is a fry cook he works at a a burger place and there's like the competing place the chum bucket and looking for a secret sauce this is the source of all comedy after it oh okay yeah i forgot sorry Spongebob saw it he was like I'm gonna make a show (laughs) what do we rate it out of 10 burgers how many burgers does it get two burgers burgers? I don't feel like we need to explain our ratings I feel like it's oh no no no. I just feel bad giving it one Uh, yeah two I never want to see this again two burgers I'm giving it one burger. I can't think there's the re- like when you're watching a movie that's supposed to be funny and you can say here are the three jokes that I think were actual like things. Yeah. Now like when you get to the first of those three jokes that you find funny and you're like, "Oh, there's a joke." And it's yeah. like 35 minutes in, there's it's a problem. I did the same thing. Like I wrote down the jokes that I thought <laughs> were funny there was like only three and one of them was the dude, the old guy getting up and he was like, Oh, I think I broke my ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That's not even like a proper joke, but I still laughed at it. So I was like, I'll give it credit. I have a review from IMDb. 
I was really disappointed because only the good ratings played on the name of the movie. And we're like, this is a great burger. But none of the ones that were for bad were like, more like suck burger or anything. And I thought that was the best opportunity. Well. So we have this from Glubba 2000, February 2005, titled, It's a Kid's Movie. I'm so annoyed coming to IMDb and these so-called critics. If you, you're you really a super critic, then why are you doing online at a website coming and pointing out flaws in a kid's movie? I saw this when it came out, and I was a kid then. I liked it. Enough said. Kids will enjoy it, though I'm not too sure today because they might not be familiar with who Keenan and Keller are. Cough, geniuses, cough. All kids watch... All kids that watch all that today know the baziness of cast members that are currently on there. They suck. Though, if you're a fan of the classic All That or Keenan and Kel, then you'll like this film. It's goofy, but like I said, it's a kid's movie. What do you expect? Did they try to bring back All That? I think they did. Mm -hmm. That didn't go over well, did it? Uh, Not according to Globus 2000, no. (laughs) I mean... I love their opinion, so I'm gonna, you know, go with it. I, I just, I feel like this is a kid, like, I hate, like, you can make movies and shows that are for kids that are still quality. Like, there's plenty of movies that I watched when I was a kid that I loved, and even if I didn't one million percent understand them, I can watch them now and be like, this is good. Recommendation, instead of watching this, watch Coco. Yes, watch Coco. It was so good, and that's a kid's movie that's, like, educated and has heart and has jokes and is funny and is like meaningful yeah i don't i'm just still disturbed by someone called these people geniuses <laughs> cough, yeah. like Kel, cough geniuses cough worthless uh, i would love and... to get movie recommendations by the person who said oh, they were geniuses actually i can uh, do that for you probably give me one moment oh i can't wait oh no they're all m night Shyamalan films oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a uh, you guys are familiar with the concept of mccarthyism from the 50s like the red scare and all that business mm-hmm. yeah um so this guy watched good night and good luck the george clooney jeff daniels movie and robert downey jr and all that that was like faintly about that era uh i saw good night and good luck today along with the pack stadium seated theater i had no idea who the mccarthy guy was or the whole deal that went on with him and his quest for communists so this film was very informative so he recommends that movie he recommends Corpse Bride, but says it has its flaws. What? The script is only half-assed. You what? can't say that about Corpse Bride, but then what? <laughs> oh, we need to, yeah. This is Can cool. we interview them, please? Yes. Undercover Brother is, uh, it was a funny movie, Stop Being So Uptight. Okay, I get it now. This is just Kel. This is Kel's account. <laughs> Degrassi, oh, the next no. generation, too preachy. <laughs> so he has 80 reviews. I think I'll just stop there. Wow. What else do we need to do? I got lost in Globus's brain. You just have to finish up. Okay. Uh, Josh, <laughs> you're at Good Burger. Can I take your ordering listeners to go to different websites that we have? What? Yeah. What? Um, I got one. Oh, you got one? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) No, I I had half an idea, but then I didn't have a punchline to it. Um, That's what happened to mine. 
<laughs> I, I had a, the, the 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 start of it was the special sauce to this this movie was, and then I didn't have a punchline. Oh, Josh, oh. where can our listeners find our secret sauce recipe? You can take a tasty bite of our secret oh, sauce. <laughs> where at? Uh, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Or Except on emails. Twitter, we're podding together instead of potting this together. Well, that's annoying. Who took our tag? Or I think maybe it wouldn't fit. I can't remember. <laughs> it's fine. Just check us out at podinthistogether.com and you can find all of the links to everything. And get some of our secret sauce. Which is just love. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah. That That's it. All right, cool. Thank you. Later, guys. Thanks. Good to meet you. Yeah. Nice meeting you, Josh. Bye. Bye.